the five most likely rookie of the year candidates for the twins in 2022 on today's episode of Locked On Twins. You are Locked On Twins. Your daily Minnesota Twins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And welcome to the Locked On Minnesota Twins podcast. Today is Friday, December 31st. Happy New Year's Eve. I'm your gracious host, Nash Walker. Writer at Twins Daily, lifelong Twins fan. Bringing you now three days a week coverage on the Minnesota Twins. First, I'll tell you to please check out my latest piece at twinsdaily.com. Check out all the pieces at twinsdaily.com. I wrote about Matt Cantorino, exciting Twins pitching prospect. We talked to Matt last week. Might have been the, the week before. Uh, but even if you watch that interview, and I appreciate you watching or listening to that interview, this article kind of breaks down a lot of the talking points and breaks down what to watch for with Cantorino in 2022. Today, we're going to talk about rookies and rookie of the year candidates for the Twins for next year because all of a sudden, like, it's December 31st. Tomorrow's the new year. It's going to be reporting day very soon. You're going to be shocked how soon it'll come. And Major League Baseball is still in a lockout. They're still locking out the players. No movement on that front. My expectation has been throughout. I haven't been worried at all about the season potentially being altered or starting late. I haven't been worried about that. I remain unfazed. I don't think that they will allow that to happen. Uh, even in the midst of a pandemic, they found a way to play 60 games and get the playoffs in. So I think they'll find a way to find common ground as unlikely as that seems because there's just too much money on the table. There's too much money to be made and there's no way that they're going to let games be missed and, and checks be missed and, you know, ticket revenue be missed. It's just not going to happen. And I could be way wrong about that. It could end up biting me and biting everybody, but I just don't see it. I think that they're going to start on time. I think they're even going to start spring training on time. So I'm, I'm not worried, not saying that this isn't a problem, the lockout, like it sucks. It's not fun. And, it's impacting the offseason. It's impacting business. It's impacting the league and how people view the league and, and popularity and getting young people to buy in. I think it impacts all of those things, but I do think that's a little bit overblown. It's the offseason anyway, and I was with my nanny kids yesterday, and a little eight-year-old nanny kid got a Fernando Tatis Jr. jersey for his for Christmas, and I don't think he has any idea what's going on in the lockout because there wouldn't be baseball anyway, so it's not it's not a problem for me, a major problem until it's impacting games when the game should be starting and there's nothing going on in terms of a new CBA and that includes spring training games. So I still expect us to start on time. I still expect players to report on time and for opening day to be March 31st in Chicago Twins White Sox. Who will be starting that game remains to be seen. It could be excuse me someone on my rookie of the year candidates list. I think there's a, a decent chance it is someone who's on my rookie of the year candidates list. Um, one of these five could be starting on opening day on the mound, and maybe one of these five will be starting in the field for the Twins or at DH in Chicago. So excited because I think this, and I've said it a lot on the show, but it, it is really true. I think this season in particular, you will see rookie impact you will see more rookie impact than we've seen i think in the last three or four five six years for the twins 
I think since the Bucks and Sano, Rosario, Kepler debuts, Polanco's debuts, those years, you're going to see more rookie impact this year. I think you're going to see a ton of rookie impact. I hope we see a ton of rookie impact. And even if it's not quality rookie impact, you're going to see quantity of rookie impact because they have a lot of guys coming through, a lot of guys coming together, especially those pitching prospects. We know like six, seven, or eight, at least at double A. So ready to go pretty soon. I think you're going to see a lot of those guys. And we have certainly uh, three or four of them on this list today for most likely work of the year candidates. Have to thanks, Josiah. Josiah, thank you so much for the uh, episode recommendations, letting me know what wants to be heard. And I think, again, the best part about baseball, in my opinion, the best part about Major League Baseball is minor league baseball because you can get so excited about the upside of these prospects and think about how they're on the team for the next six years plus. Uh, I think it's great. And I think it's super fun to speculate about. I think it's super fun to talk down. And it's my favorite part of doing this is talking about the farm system and how these guys can impact the team not only in 2022, but 2023 and 2024. And we have a list of five, I think, uh, most likely rookie, rookie of the year candidates. We did talk a week or two ago about the top 10 rookies you're most likely to see. This list is different. This factors in playing time. This factors in upside. This factors in, you know, holes on the roster that can be filled by certain players in the farm system. So I hope this gives you a different look. I think it's a different look, and I will explain why it's a different look and why each of these guys made the list in the spot that they did. I think five very exciting players, five players, you know, at least four of them were great in the minors last year. Last year, and if uh, you know, Yohan Duran on this list, hint, hint, wouldn't have gotten hurt. He would have probably been great in the minors too. Uh, he was on on his way to doing so, and then the elbow impacted him, and he was shut down. But I think all five of these guys will factor in next year, and I think all five are strong rookie of the year candidates for the Twins. And when I say rookie of the year candidates. It'd be amazing if one or two of them is in the actual running for American League Rookie of the Year. I mean Twins Rookie of the Year. And the Twins Rookie of the Year in 2021 was Bailey Ober. And I'm hoping that one of these guys is the Twins Rookie of the Year in 2022. Maybe it's someone not on this list. Let's talk about the list after this word from Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. It's the new year, so that means New Year's resolutions. If yours is about getting fit or eating healthier, make sure you include Built Bar in your plan. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, maybe even better than a candy bar. Built Bar makes it easier to stick to your resolution because it tastes so good you'll want to eat it. Unlike other protein bars, which can be chalky or waxy or taste like a chemical spill, you want to eat healthy, but it just gets so boring by like week three, you might be thinking, this is just not worth it. Where's the chocolate? Well, Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. And most built bars contain only 130 calories and four grams of net carbs with 17 grams of protein. Here's an idea for the new year. Go, go to all your secret treat stashes at home, in the pantry, at the office, in the car, wherever. Throw out all the sugary or calorie filled treats and replace them with built bars. Go to built.com, use promo code and get 15% off your order. That promo code is locked15, L O C K E D 15 for 15% off at built. Com. Thank you again for making Lockdown Twins your first listen every day. We are free and available on all podcast platforms, breaking down the five most likely Twins Rookie of the Year candidates for 2022 as we look toward the new year. Number five, mentioned him before, is Yoan Duran. And we've talked about Duran a whole lot this winter and have talked about him a whole lot in two plus years of doing this podcast. And I think it's finally time 
for you to see Yohan Duran pitch for the Twins. Hopefully he's healthy. It all It's really all about his elbow, I think, because I think he has the stuff. I think he has the developing command, and I think he has the ability to get outs in the majors. And I think you're going to see him pitch for the Twins in 2022. Steamer is a Fangraphs projection tool, so it projects for next year, and it already has projections in there, which is amazing. We're going to see Pakota. We'll break down Pakota projections and all those things. Uh, love doing that in January and February. But right now we have Steamer. And Steamer says Yohan Duran's going to throw 22 innings next year, uh, 392 ERA, 0.2 Fangrass wins above replacement. I think the ERA at 392, I would predict it to be a tick lower, and I would predict his innings to be higher. I think a great season for Yohan Duran. This would be an ideal season for him, in my opinion. Health is number one, far and away. If he's healthy, I think a lot of things can be accomplished in 2022. But start with the Saints. Make some, make three or four starts for the Saints. Shorter outings. He he needs to be built up for sure. Uh, three to four inning outings. You know, 50, 60 pitches. See where he's at. If he's in a good spot, he's pitching well, well enough with where this rotation looks like it's going to be at for the Twins. Pull him up and pitch him in a hybrid role. He can start games for two, three innings. He can relieve for two or three innings. Get him work. He can pitch one inning at a time. You can just get him in that hybrid role for the Twins where he's facing major league hitters and he's getting that experience and he's he's getting that build up to hopefully 60, 70, or 80 innings to get up to 120 or 130 as a starter for the Twins in 2023. He's getting those innings at the major league level while he's growing and adapting to major league hitters. So I think that is an ideal season for your for your Andron is to spend most of the year playing for the Twins. But just in a hybrid role, maybe he needs to be shut down or rested or sent down for a little bit at certain points to just make sure that you're not overworking his elbow. But I think that would be a great season for him. Starting at St. Paul, a couple of great starts, pulled up, and you just find spots to use him. Matt Brown wrote about this. I thought it was a great comparison. Michael Kopech for the White Sox last year, coming off Tommy John surgery, needed to be built up. The White Sox put him in the bullpen. He pitched two innings since he started games. He started double headers. You know, he pitched two or three innings at a time. He would pitch one inning set up for Liam Hendricks in the ninth. He did a lot of different things to get his inning count up. I think Yohan Duran can follow a very similar path for the Twins in 2022. Number four is Josh Winder. And Steamer has Winder making 16 starts, 92 innings at a 514 ERA, 0.4 wins above replacement. This is a good sober reminder that our expectations for these prospects needs to be low. Uh, right out of the gate. And it's so easy to dream. It's so easy to dream on Winder or Duran or Ryan or Moran or Miranda, whoever it might be. So easy to dream on them because we watch them and we see them succeed. And it's fun to think about. You hope that they come up and make an immediate impact. Josh Winder was great last year before the shoulder uh, kind of flared up and he was shut down. He was outstanding at double A. He was double A's best pitcher last year. Moves up to triple A. was awesome to start for the Saints and then got hurt. Um, I think he's definitely an under-the-radar candidate to be the first call-up for the Twins next year. I think there's a great chance he's older. I think he's 26 now, 25, 26. Middle, mid-90s fastball, good command, three-pitch mix. Josh Winder, I think, uh, could be up very soon, and I have him as the fourth most likely twin to win Twins Rookie of the Year. Lacks that upside, but still can be a solid mid-rotation, back-of-the-rotation starter as early, hopefully, as 2022. Number three, I have Giovanni Moran. And we talked about Moran in the mailbag. Andrew asked a question about Moran a couple of days ago. 
And Steamer has him pitching 46 innings at a 419 ERA with a 26% strikeout rate in 2022. I would take the under on his ERA because I think he's I think he's set up to pitch well next year if he's able to stay healthy too. I think the Twins can spot him up in favorable matchups, favorable situations. And like Duran, I think they can get creative with his usage. I think he can come out and pitch the third, fourth, fifth innings of games where the starter doesn't go very long. I think he can set up games for Rodgers or Duffy. I think he can pitch the middle innings, the fifth or the sixth, or both. He's pitched a lot of multi-inning outings in his minor league career. So I think Moran um, is an under-the-radar, again, candidate to break out in 2022 and have a really strong season for the Twins out of the bullpen uh, in whatever role they foresee for him. Let's talk about BetOnline, then we'll talk about our top two or uh, Rookie of the Year candidates for 2022. BetOnline has you covered this holiday season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football continues its march through the College Bowl season and the pro football playoffs. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit, just use our promo code locked on. That's L O C K E D O N to receive your bonus from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. So don't wait to take advantage of all the new amazing offers available. Bet online is where the game starts. Our top two rookie of the year candidates for the twins in 2022 Number two is Joe Ryan. Steamer projects Joe Ryan to start 24 games, pitching 142 innings at a 436 ERA. That's probably right at league average. So a league average ERA with a 25% strikeout rate and just under two wins above replacement. Tom Froming made a video yesterday, the day before, talking about expectations for Ryan and Ober and how they're not fair. And I think he's right. And I think this projection would be amazing. If the Twins got 142 innings at league average at a league average ERA from Joe Ryan and about two wins above replacement, I think they should be really happy about that. I think we should be really happy about that. Unfortunately, we expect Joe Ryan and Bailey Ober to be ones and twos because they're they're ones and twos on the depth chart right now, right? They're one and two on the depth chart with Bundy at three. So that's the expectation is you pitch like a one or a two. No, Joe Ryan and Bailey Ober in their second years and Joe Ryan barely really pitching last year in the majors and, and over just getting going should be viewed as the fourth, fifth or sixth options in whatever order. If you're higher on Ryan, he's your fourth. If you're higher on over, he's your fourth, but they're not getting any higher than fourth. They shouldn't. So for steamer to project Joe Ryan to throw 142 innings at a league average ERA, I think that's optimistic. I think that's somewhat realistic, but if he does that, I'll be excited and I'll be happy and I will be satisfied with that season from Joe Ryan. And I think he will meet expectations uh, at a league average ERA for just under 150 innings. I think that'd be excellent considering he wasn't even on the team last year until Nelson Cruz was traded. And, um, you know, is still going to be a rookie. He's still only a rookie. So uh, expectations should remain in check for Joe Ryan. Jose Miranda is my number one rookie of the year candidate for the Twins next year. Steamer has unbelievable projections for Jose Miranda. Like this, this is, this is wild to me. Steamer projects Jose Miranda to hit 282 with a 329 on base percentage into slug 460 for a weighted runs created plus of 114. Steamer projects Jose Miranda to have the third highest OPS on the twins behind Josh Donaldson and Byron Buxton next year, ahead of Mitch Garver, ahead of Alex Kirilov, ahead of Miguel Sano, ahead of Jorge Polanco. 
That's how high Steamer is on Miranda. Uh, it's amazing. They have him for two wins above replacement next year, hitting 15 home runs and playing in like, I think it's 105 games or something like that for the Twins. I think the playing time's about right. I think he'll probably play in 105, 110 games if he's healthy for uh, the majority of 2022. But this Steamer line, I mean, to project Miranda in a lineup that should be pretty solid again next year and has a chance to be very good if Kirilov strides and uh, Larnick strides and Kepler gets back to form at least a little bit or a little bit back to 2019 form. I guess his form is what he is uh, outside of 2019. To project Miranda to have the third highest OPS is that's unreal. Like that's incredible. And I think not because of Steamer, it, it is a little bit because of Steamer, but because of what we saw from him last year. And because I think he's going to play a pretty significant role on this team in 2022, playing every single day, it's just hard as a pitcher to win rookie of the year. It really is. And for Bailey Ober, it's hard as a pitcher to win MVP. As we know, it's very similar. When you're playing every single day, it's much easier to make an impact on every single game. And for Joe Ryan, like I think he has a decent chance to win Twins Rookie of the Year next year. Bailey Ober just did it. I think that was – Bailey Ober pitched very well, especially in the second half. But that was also – no one really shined on the position player side. Trevor Larnick was awesome for a little bit. Sent down after struggling. Alex Kirloff got hurt. There wasn't a lot to be had there. Ryan Jeffers wasn't great. Bailey Ober, he didn't win by default by any means. He pitched very well, and he earned the Twins Rookie of the Year award. But in any other year, when you have a top prospect coming up, or you have a Miranda, or you have a Royce Lewis, or an Austin Martin, I'm going to take them. I'm going to project them to win that award because they play every day, or at least every other day, or four or five times a week, right? So I'm always going to lean toward them. So it's Miranda 1, Joe Ryan 2, Giovanni Moran 3, Josh Winder 4, and Yoander on. Five. Let me know what you think in the comments. Subscribe on YouTube to the Lockdown Twins channel. Leave a comment at Apple Podcasts. Our last uh, review was like February of 2020 or something like that. So please leave a review if you like the show. If you don't, tell me how I can be better. Thank you so much for listening today. Thank you for making Lockdown Twins your first listen every day. If there's ever anything you want me to talk about, you can reach out on Twitter at NashWalker9 or at Lockdown Twins, especially at this point of the offseason in the midst of the lockout. Let me know. Thanks again for making Lockdown Twins your first listen every day. Now make your second listen, Lockdown Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Lockdown Bets is hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. Thank you again. Have a great day and go Twins.